expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with the easy news. The TIEX opened up 150 points this morning from yesterday's close at 12,691 on turnover of 5.7 billion NT. The market lost ground on Wednesday after hitting record highs earlier this week. And analysts say that downturn was due to the bellwether electronics sector coming under pressure after Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing saw its American depository receipts fall by more than 7% on Wall Street overnight. The Ministry of Foreign Affairs is thanking the U.S. and Australian governments for their joint statement reaffirming Taiwan's important role in the Indo-Pacific region and their intent to maintain strong unofficial ties with Taiwan. Ministry spokeswoman Joanne O oh says Taiwan will continue to cooperate with both the U.S. and Australia, as well as other like-minded countries, and maintain the good relationships that currently exist. O oh also reiterated that Taiwan will work with those countries to jointly promote peace, stability and prosperity in the Indo-Pacific region. The foreign ministry statement comes after the 30th Australia-U.S. ministerial consultations in Washington, D.C., at which the foreign and defense ministers of those two countries discuss the China Challenge, Indo-Pacific security and regional cooperation. The Central Weather Bureau says that come tomorrow, it will be the first time that Taiwan has experienced no typhoons or tropical storms for the month of July since records started. The Bureau's Forecast Center says the presence of a high Pacific pressure system hovering over low-latitude areas where typhoons usually form for much of the month has prevented the development of typhoons. According to the Weather Bureau, Taiwan has recorded an average 3.6 tropical storms in July and 5.57 in August since records were introduced in 1958. In international news, Egypt says using military action against Ethiopia is not an option, even if it doesn't agree with it on the operation of a dam on the River Nile. Coletta Wanjohi reports from Addis Ababa. Tension between Ethiopia and Egypt has risen recently, especially after Ethiopia announced in mid-July that it has succeeded in achieving its first phase of filling the dam reservoirs. Egypt is concerned that any activities by Ethiopia on the dam will reduce water flow downstream to its territory. It depends on the Nile for fresh water. It blames Ethiopia for filling the dam, but Ethiopia says the water all came from the heavy rainfall the country is experiencing. Egyptian President Abdel Fattah al-Sisi has warned the media in his country against carrying reports that insinuate Egypt would attack Ethiopia. He says ongoing negotiations led by the African Union will be a long battle, but one that he hopes will achieve an amicable agreement. I'm Koleto Anjohi in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. 
Tens of thousands of people took to the streets Wednesday in cities across Bulgaria for a third consecutive week to demand the resignation of the government and the chief prosecutor. High-level officials are being accused of maintaining links to the mafia, refusing to fight corruption and reform the judiciary, and suppressing freedom of speech. In Sofia on Wednesday, protesters blocked several key intersections during business hours, bringing traffic almost to a standstill. Many set up tents outside the cabinet building and say they plan to remain there until their demands are met. And Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro on Wednesday attended his first public event since recovering from COVID-19, though he declined to speak. Bolsonaro watched the event, recognizing women who work in rural areas around Latin America, and left the room once it ended. He wore a mask throughout the event. On July 7th, he told reporters he had tested positive for COVID-19, then spent more than two weeks confined to the presidential residence while participating in meetings by video call. Bolsonaro said he experienced only minor symptoms and took to social media to promote the use of hydroxychloroquine for treatment, a claim not supported by medical experts. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun.